Welcome to Price Ball. We are more than honored to once again have Dan Lorenzo of Ghost Lifestyle with us here today. It's about Monday, March 13th, 2023. Dan, welcome back to the show. This is our fourth time with you. And uh, it's insane. Yeah. Well, things are going insane over there. So I uh, want to get the update from you because you were once again our brand of the year. And um, we wanted to talk on the, the State of the Union with collaborations and what's going on with Ghost uh, coming through, you know, into summer of 2023. How's it going? Heck yeah. I mean, like, look, first and foremost, thanks again for the brand of the year honors. Um, means a lot uh, to us. And I mean, look, I, we're continually humbled. I think I've said before, there's no shortage of pinch me moments at Ghost. I, I think like we're entering our seventh year, unbelievably. Um, I don't know, man. There's just this, this resounding, like, I don't know, like humble, proud vibe. Uh, we're happy to be here frankly, you know, um, more than, more than anything. Uh, and like, look, like it's crazy. Of course, obviously I'm sure we're going to talk about ghost energy today. Uh, I had to pick a flavor for the pot and now we have so many freaking flavors. I don't even know what to choose, but like, this is the one that started it all together. Right. So, uh, why, why not? There it I is. Got one too. Um, Cheers. And yeah. Yeah, for those listening to audio feed, he's got the, uh, the OG citrus flavor. So I actually have a little bit of gamer going myself. So sticking it lower, lower stem, you, um, yeah, that citrus flavor is, dude, it's just perfect. Don't touch it. No, I look, if anything, um, we might play with the name a little bit. So I actually just got back from Australia, something I've believed in for a long time, right? Global brand, local mindset. That's so important. Uh, there's nothing that kind of annoys me more when, like, I don't know, uh, especially Americans, right? We think that what we do at home is going to work all over the world. Not true. Not true. Nothing will make you feel smaller than actually getting out there and traveling and understanding how small our little world uh, is. Uh, it's a healthy and great thing and encourage all to do it. But, you know, go down to Australia. Number one, the word citrus doesn't really hold the same meaning. It's a little bit murky. Does it mean orange? Like, what does it mean? And then also, like, one of the biggest drinks in Australia, it's not Red Bull, it's not Monster, it's something called V Energy, also in a brightly colored can, kind of like our citrus flavor. Their original flavor is much more citrusy than what else is on the market. Like, we'd think of, like, a Red Bull and stuff. So we're going to go with, like, an original and maybe an original lemon limes. We're going to play with the name, but we're not touching the juice, I promise. Nice. Nice. So, oh, so that'll be a worldwide change? Well, market by market. Right. Okay. So, I mean, like, look, when you talk about launching in Canada, which is imminent for us too, bilingual labels, right, has to be in French. So I think we're, we're looking at this as a market by market approach. What flavors do we have, you know, that are going to work best for that market? It's not all of them. Right. Um, like, look, phase pop with that kind of like bomb pop inspo. That's that's a very American thing. Australians, and this is generalization, uh, they're not big fans of the cherry flavor profile. So we're not going to launch cherry lime, right? So it's all about, again, like thinking about what you want to accomplish uh, on a global scale, but then kind of tailoring what you actually go forward with and the way you do it and partnerships and whatever it is you're doing, trying to tailor that for the local local market. Are those cans manufactured in Australia for the Australian consumers? Uh, ultimately, they're going to need to be right as far as like run one TBD, but like ultimately to act to have any type of scale to the business or make it sustainable, it's going to need to be, especially with how crazy the world of logistics and, and costing and everything else has, has gotten today. All right. So um, we talked about brand of the year. I kind of want to recap 2022 a little bit before we move into this year. Uh, 2022 was the year where halfway through actually, and this was candidly a conversation between Dan and me. We both kind of said, I don't, I don't think this is Dan's brand of the year year anymore. Uh, second half of the year, we kind of got surprised. Can you talk to us a little bit about how 2022 went for you and, and kind of how you felt about it? Yeah, I mean, like, look, we've been very honored, right, to receive so many accolades from you guys and from some others over the years. And I think 
going into 22, I said, look, like it's us versus us. And that's always a good place to be. And frankly, any advice I have for entrepreneurs out there, it's like, you know, put the blinders on, um, you know, stay focused on you and yours and good things will happen. So for us, like, you know, 2021 was a monster year. 2020 was a monster year. You know, Shaw said it was arguably the best year of any sports nutrition brand full stop period. Right. Um, in, in like the categories history, given the year that 2020 was for all of us. So like that, I mean, look, how do you keep competing with that? At some point it gets hard, right? And you're just competing with yourself. So I think going into 22, obviously Ghost Energy had blown up, um, you know, we and we had a tough act to follow there to continue to continue growing um, that going into 22. I think that, you know, we wanted to look at like new categories and look, you know, when we launched, we had pre-workout and amino. We didn't have protein because we couldn't afford it. Now you've got a full range of like every major category almost covered. So like, what are we going to do? That's exciting, not just for for fans and customers, but also like for us. So that was like ghost hydration. You know, was was a big part of that. Um, yeah, I, I think like yeah, we we just we were competing with ourselves and and trying to and that that's a good place to be, right? Space Jam at the end of. 21, I thought, I still think is one of the coolest, most nostalgic collabs we've ever done. So, I mean, look, we followed up with, with turtles and, and people loved that. And that was so humbling and cool to see too. I think we had you guys on the channel, uh, in, in Chicago for the, for the big unveil. Um, you're smiling. That was, that was a fun trip. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. <laughs> I mean, well, like, you know, like, look, like again, like it's, it's us versus us and that's a good way. That's a good place, a good place to be. Right. Cool. So where did that set your sights for 23 then? Did that, did that affect the way that you looked this year? And I, and I, also, know, just, I also just glossed over about a hundred product launches. Seriously. Too. Yeah. Like even, yeah. and one of the things we did was uh, talk about the the collaboration with, with Sebum and raw nutrition, um, a product that we still talk about a lot. So look, it's the first time uh, in my, that, that I know like in a bit, in a meaningful way, like two brands had teamed up to do a co-branded, you know, product. I'm sure there's examples of like other brands with some type of collaboration um, out there, but I mean, like two brands in a meaningful dual branded format really teamed up to do that. Um, and like, look, like it all started like a lot of ghost things. Authenticity is undefeated, right? I've said it now for seven, 10 years um, and, and counting. Like we, me and, and Chris and Dom were literally skiing uh, in, I was ski, they snowboard. Um, they spray me for that. But uh, we were, uh, we were hanging in Aspen and just talking about like, Hey, like what if we did something crazy like this? Right. Um, and I, I don't know. I think a lot like the turtles thing, we always put our best foot forward. We think it's really cool. We're doing this for us as much as anything else. Like we're in it for the love of the game. You never really know how it's going to be received. And just to see the excitement, like the genuine excitement, right around that product like that's that's why we're here you know a question that i ask people a lot especially in the early days of ghost i used to always ask people like what's the first time that you've ever taken pre-workout right and like ben like what what was your first pre it was no no explode right what was the flavor it was like a, a weird lemon like a creamy right. lemon mike do you know yours side of sport fast twitch it was um wow i don't remember the flavor yeah Look, a lot, but that stuck. It stuck with you guys, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. And I think now in this industry, especially now with how like low the barriers to entry are, and there's new flavors and drops every day and all the time. Like some of that excitement's lost. And if there's been one goal for Ghost when we launched in 2016, it's like I want to put that excitement back into this industry, back in this category that I know and love so much because this is a fun social shareable thing that. For a minute, it lost it, right? An industry, a market that really has tried to commoditize itself. And like, again, like that excitement, 
of the first time you took pre, if we can do something that like kind of delivers that again for people, for like, you know, fans or customers new and old of the category, right? Like that, that's what this is all about. So the fact that I feel like we did achieve some of that with, with the uh, Savage Legend collab was really cool. Um, and like, look, I, I, it was because of Ben, I don't know if it was on social, on, on, on Instagram, or it frankly might've been playing Call of Duty or might've been in, in the Price Plow Discord, but it was kind of like a, they should bring this back for Black Friday situation. And whenever I saw that, I texted Dom and I, I promise I'd give Price Plow full credit for bringing this to the world. Okay. Uh, I texted Dom and said, hey, I think we need to do this for Black Friday. And, you know, Dom's, Dom's in, he's, he's so down all the time. So um, yeah, no, look, it was... Uh, a lot of fun, a lot of fun. And I don't know if you guys are surprised, but for those playing at home, there's been a few other brands teaming up, you know, <laughs> it, tends to, it tends to go that way. Right. I, I do have to mention a shout to the best part of that story uh, was also getting to supply side West and listening to Natalie's side of the story where you were just like, just make it happen. <laughs> and it was like eight weeks. Like that's, that's a fast turnaround to, to begin with. You guys made it happen. Yeah, I think I I think my exact words were uh, and Dom Dom agreed. Uh, if we need uh, if we need Seabom to FaceTime the Coman to make this happen, <laughs> and if you know the Coman, you know why that's so funny. Uh, yeah, he's a little yeah. bit of a fanboy, and I mean, who isn't a Seabom fanboy though? Come on. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Chris is like just infectious when you hang out with him. It's just like a good time always. Yeah. Nice dude, really nice dude. So, all right, so we, we you know. It actually glossed over a ton of different things. One of the big shots I wanted to give was uh, the fish oil as well. You get the way that you guys use smart prime. That was, I mean, the, the stereotypical knock on ghost was at first was that you guys don't actually lift or whatever like that. And then getting into like formulas, there's always been kind of like a knock like, Oh, you know, it's, it's kind of like a global formula, but that was, you were, you were one of the first brands to use smart prime. That's a meaningful ingredient. Uh, so yeah. That's a good deal. And like, look, you know, um, you know, me, me and Dr. Lopez, um, ha he's been a, a ghost family member, frankly, since day one, uh, you know, um, a lot of times when you're launching a brand, uh, the story is always about the brand and the excitement and, you know, with us, some of the influencer family and all that, but behind the scenes, what made all that possible is sound infrastructure and, and SOPs and attention to, to process and adverse event reporting stuff it's like it's not that exciting it's not that sexy to talk about right um but like we we had a lot of that ingrained and instilled and built out not just because of my background in the industry but also because of working closely uh with dr lopez and supplement safety solutions and everything he's done there so he's been he's been in the fold and kind of in my ear and a great advisor for for years and years here um, but obviously um, he's done a lot of work on and on the ingredient front as well. And so uh, when he was telling me about about that ingredient and kind of really unlocking, you know, in, in layman's terms, right, unlocking, you know, really the 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 effects of, of what you hope fish oil will do, right, is a simple way to say it. Um, I've characterized it as like the estrogen or viperin for fish oil, right, which is really downplaying it, but still. Um, you know, we were like, yes, like we need to bring, we want to bring ghost fish oil back. So we we didn't bring it back because, you know, sourcing kind of changed and we weren't really sure like what our point of view on that category was going to be. And I'm a big believer. If I can't add anything, I'm not just going to launch it to launch it. Um, and yeah, it was, a, it was an awesome partnership and awesome opportunity that came our way to, to really be part of that launch. Um, and I'm really happy that, uh, you know, we got to do that, you know, together, um, you know, of course, before Dr. Lopez passed. So again, like that's what this is all about, especially at this stage, you know, stories like that and being able to, to bring new ingredients, especially with great people, um, you know, to market in a cool way. Like that's, that's really what gets me out of bed every morning at this point. Yeah. Love it. 
All right. So this is where we start bugging you at 23. Uh, what we have coming here. Um, it's always a tough situation because you let a lot loose during Call of Duty that I have to hold on to. And I never know what I can ask about. But um, for people who are excited about what happened in the last year, where, where should we be looking forward to with 2023? Yeah. Um, I mean, we've got some big goals, you know, this year. Right. I think, number one, it's almost easier for me at this point to start talking from like a, a business perspective or, or category perspective. So we'll get some of the easy ones out of the way first. Right. So, you know, like for ghost energy, um, you know, this year we added some major retailers uh, last year, we were already in, in a lot of stores, 60, 70% of convenience or food you know, grocery stores in the U S this year, we added some, some major partners and like AMPM, we expanded our partnership really with seven 11, including the exclusive launch of face pop. Uh, we added Walmart and target both with the grocery, the grocery size, which is, that's where you want to be. You know, look, I started ghost in part because I saw, brands going into Walmart in a non-authentic kind of diluted way. Um, and I've been very outspoken about that over the years. And I want everyone watching to know I've been very outspoken about that in Bentonville, Arkansas, not pulling a single punch about where I think they their category should go and the negative effects of launching diluted product. I've said it to their face, right? But from a grocery perspective, which is where the energy drinks live, they're one of the best, the biggest, you know, grocery stores in the country. It's them and Kroger essentially. Um, so they're an awesome partner on that side. Do you think um, it's getting better uh, before? I'm sorry, before you continue, do you think Walmart's getting better? Cause we have some friends that are launching there that I, I, I see some moves happening. I hope it is, yeah. you know, I look what I said to Walmart, I, you know, I mean, if they want to be a player in sports nutrition, they need to work and, and sell real sports nutrition brands. And if there's a price point concern, then maybe do something with sizing, right? Or format versus diluting the the ingredient. Like, I don't care if you're a brand new customer to the industry or your 10-year vet, the science is the same when it comes to a lot of these things. So like, why does a Walmart customer need, you know, less than clinical beta alanine or citrulline or you know, whatever? Like, it's just, it's just a bad way of thinking. And it's not the example that at least Ghost wants to set. And like, look, like for those who don't know the story, I mean, you know, I was behind a brand that was kind of going that way with diluted products. And like, look, if that's their goal, then good for them. I hope they get it right. But for me, you know, it wasn't really the direction I wanted to go. And, you know, my best buddy, Ryan, same thing, not the direction he wanted to go. Um, and we kind of watched both of our companies do that. And we felt like ghosts behind the scenes. And that's where the name came from. That's where our brand came from. That's where all of it came from, was kind of wanting to put the special back into specialty products and kind of you know, buck against that that trend or rebel against the status quo is kind of what we, we said in the early days. So do I think it's getting better? TBD, right? We'll just keep keep watching. But I think that a lot of this stuff is self-policed, I think, by brands, whether or not you choose to go to any mass channel or any channel you participate in, right? It doesn't really matter. It's not about Walmart. Uh, any channel you choose to participate in, like, are you launching, you know, um, efficacious products? Are you launching the authentically whatever got you to the point you're at to even be able to have that launch. And I think if you're doing that, then there's no reason for anybody to comment, frankly. Yeah. I think it's an interesting statement because, uh, you know, when I talk about ghosts and you talk about pre-workout specifically, we talk about the cost versus the amount that you get out of it. And I think ghost is really in a happy space where you don't spend $79.99 for the pre-workout, at least not the regular legend. And, but you get a lot out of what you pay for. And that's what most people are looking for in a Walmart type situation. You're looking for something that's very cost effective. And ironically, I think Ghost fits in that section very well. I mean, humbly speaking, I think we would kill it there. 
but we're still not there because I, I feel like who I sit on shelf next to is just as important as who I don't sit on shelf next to. Yeah. And while they're still selling these like, you know, gram and a half proprietary blend stuff that wasn't even good, you know, in the early 2000s market, you know, I I just don't want to be there. Yeah. So I have to give they a haven't, I wasn't asked, they, have they asked you to, to make a toned down legend or something like that? Or you just don't even want to? I haven't given them the opportunity to ask. <laughs> gotcha. You gotta give well, big, well, I mean, but, but they are, but they already know, right? And like, right. like, look, like I actually respect, you know, um, some of the business decisions of some brands to go in there launching a fully dosed uh, their their normal pre workout at full retail. Like, I respect that business uh, decision, and I think if more of that follows suit, the category in any of these channels will change. Yeah, I mean, some big names well, have done that recently, like GNC. Actually, that's actually kind of crazy i mean yeah look when we launched into gnc you know we were you know one of the only fully trans like disclosed you know brands where when we really launched in there um uh and we were the first to bring you know licensing and and uh authentic collaborations there and like now look at the store right it's you have a lot of it's, it's great that's good that's good for the industry you know mm-hmm. i was talking not to sidetrack too much but kind of like you're saying it's good for the industry i i think it is a good thing when Maybe things get pumped up too much or some stuff fails. Like I think too often brands fail and they get bought up by someone and kept around for too long. I, I think it's okay if if things fail and things go through a life cycle. Uh, I, th- I think that's important in this industry. And so, look, it all comes down to goals, right? Again, uh, it doesn't matter your business. doesn't matter if you're in sports nutrition or not and you're listening to this. Like it's, it's important um, in business and life that you have goals and then you create a plan to achieve them. And if your goal is to create a five-year brand, I hope you're successful. If your goal is to create a 10-year brand, I hope you're successful. If your goal is to create a 100-year brand, I hope you're successful. Okay. But what's required and the strategy and the game plan for each is not the same at all. Okay. So we talked about uh, Walmart launch for energy. Yeah. Energy. Yeah. Sorry. We got a little sidetracked there. So yeah. So a phase, uh, yeah. Walmart target adding them as, as kind of big new channels there, which, which I'm really uh, excited about. Obviously so far this year, we've had, um, like three big flavor launches with cherry limeade, uh, warhead, sour green apple, and then the phase pop, you know, uh, collab with the phase guys. Um, like summer is always time for bubblelicious. We all know that it's coming back. Of course, uh, I would be killed if not. Um, and, uh, you know, I think that for, for now that's, that's all we're, that's all we're going to say. Um, you know, working on a big, uh, second coming. I mean, look, obviously I think everyone's favorite flavor from last year, uh, might've been the max tuning collab, straw bango. So, uh, we've got something up our sleeve with Maxi Poo this year. I'm not going to say what it is just yet. Um, so that's that's kind of Ghost Energy. I think uh, you know, kind of really quick. As far as like Ghost Sports Nutrition, um, you know, look, I, I I'm really excited about kind of where we ended the year last year, launching Legend All Out. I think that based on the kind of response that we got to the uh, Space Jam Monstars, a higher you know higher stimulant, uh, more souped up product. Um, I, I was like, hey, like there's there's we, we should do that. And even the Savage Legend as well. Like, hey, like this, this makes sense for us. So we launched Legend All Out. It's done really well. Um, and uh, we're going to be doing more with that product as well. I think because Legend All Out is a $55 you know, dollar item, it's pretty expensive. And we can't ignore the trends of the world today, right? Um, I don't, I'm not going to say like that we're heading into a recession de facto. It's not my place to make those kind of calls. But look, this is a, these are uncertain times and challenging times. And no one really knows what's in, around the next corner. Um, with that in mind, uh, we are updating legend, uh, legend V3, 
right right around the corner and it's an interesting spin for us um where like i'm prioritizing delivering max value uh to customers over anything else so the formula 98% of it is largely unchanged. Uh, the couple of changes that are being made to the formula are really to allow for global compliance more than anything else. Alpha GPC is coming out of the formula because it's for all intents and purposes been banned in Europe. Um, and uh, that's, that's pretty much the the biggest, I think, change that people might might notice. Um, there's, there's no Synactive in the formula anymore. And look, I've been very open how I feel about Synactive. I love that freaking ingredient, one of my favorites. Um, but underappreciated and pre-workout by everybody generally buying it. Yeah, I, th I think think it is. Um, are we padding the bottom line with what we're saving? No, we actually added five more servings. So an additional 20% servings, you're getting a full 30 servings now and all the economics, the price points, all that stuff, you know, staying the same, $44.99 full retail. You know, you can save 20% off with a lot of our fam codes, including price plow. And that's down to like what, 30, 37, 38 bucks, right? And it's a full 30 serving product. So, you know, prioritizing value right now. And also, again, now you have Legend V3, you have Legend All Out for those who kind of aren't as, as value conscious right now. It kind of makes makes sense. So uh, it's actually the first time we've offered a full 30 servings in, in Legend. Even V1 had 30 scoops, but the sweet spot, like it's kind of a scoop, scoop and a half, if you will. So look, it's it's in my opinion, from a value perspective, the best the best formulated Legend that we've, we've ever you know, kind of come out with. So, um, and look, the swap for alpha GPC won't invite a calling, you know, tried and true, uh, internationally, you know, globally compliant. So, uh, we're, I'm excited for that. Um, bringing back a lot of the same flavors and finally expanding some of these flavors globally, which is the other reason why global compliance on that, on that formula really has, uh, made up, made a lot of sense. I guess the last part of this, of course, right now, um, you know, our, our U.S. legend has had Rolfia. Our Canadian Australian legend has had Bitter Orange as kind of the stimulant X ingredient. And then our European has had Neurofactor. Uh, when we launched the Turtles collab last year, uh, we used the European, um, the European formula featuring uh, Neurofactor. Uh, we're going with that in Legend V3 as well. Um, which again, people loved it. So I love bitter orange, but Hey, like that's in legend all out. If you, if you like that punch um, and uh, kind of off, off we go. So excited for, for legend V3 and, and where that's going. Um, look on the, on the, uh, on the protein front, obviously started the year off big collab with Cinnabon um, really interesting part of that story. Cinnabon was the first ever collab potential partner I spoke to in 2015 before we launched the brand. They said no. And uh, we hadn't talked to them since, um, but they called us back like a year year ago and said, hey, like, what do you think about a client? And it's a whole new team. These big CPGs are, they have no idea about the history. Um, but with that being said, you know, I said, well, look, uh, it's a really interesting idea. Here's the things that we want. Number one, I need the official Cinnabon, Cinnabon cinnamon. Okay. They gave it to us. Check. Uh, you know, number two, uh, all of our collab proteins have had, you know, cookie pieces or things that they're, they're all way. We've done nothing for the fans that like our vegan products. So can we do a plant-based, a vegan, a vegan product here? They said, yes, check. Right. And the last big kind of thorn on our side, again, back to the global topic, right? Hey, like all of our collabs so far have only been, you know, licensed for North America. I'm still working on global rights. It's kind of always a contract, another kind of discussion. So if we do this, can we launch this, you know, globally? They said, yes, check. So at that point, like this is a home run for us. It fills, it checks a lot of boxes and fills some, some gaps that we haven't been able to deliver for, for everybody who supported us all these years. So I was really excited to do that. And uh, so far the, the feedback on the flavor is, is awesome. 
Um, and uh, yeah, I'm, I'm excited to see how, how that one does as we kind of get it to the, the, the rest of the globe, you know, this year. Awesome. Has, can uh, I, can uh, I go back and ask about legend again, V3? So can you confirm Rowolfia is out then for America as well? Yeah. Okay. We're going, we're going with the same caffeine. Uh, we're going with the caffeine neurofactor blend that we've used globally now for right. since legend V2 has been out. Okay. And so what, what drove 30 servings? Like it almost seems like a lot of brands are shrink, you know, going into the shrinkflation mode and you went, you totally are bucking that trend. Like what was that conversation like? I mean, again, being aware of the world that we live in today and the uncertainty, like wanting to deliver more value to people, right? Cool. And also, like, here's the thing, you know, it's a weird world. People, like, you know, especially, you know, on like the more advanced, you know, kind of hardcore users that's like on the price plot discord, they're putting up labels like, hey, compare this formula, this formula, this formula. Well, let me ask you this, like, is the, is the product better with Synactive in it? Yes, I think it is. But would... Any most customers prefer five extra servings of four grams, you know, vegan fermented citrulline, 3.2 grams beta alanine, 1.5 grams nitrosogen. Would you prefer five extra servings of a fully dosed pre-workout or your clinical 50 mix of synactive in there? And that's a trade that we made with some of these things, right? And, and there's always a function of servings to price and, and ingredients and stuff. So we basically said, look, we want to double down on the things that we feel our customers and fans prioritize the most. And we want to deliver even more value in these cra the crazy world that we're living in. Yeah, a lot of other people are, are shrinking. So it's a weird thing to say, hey, maybe the biggest innovation of Legend V3 is more value. Um, but I think like in today's world, trust me, that's easier said than done, you know? Mm -hmm. I uh I have to send uh send some of our partners like apology baskets of mini muffins for me pushing them really hard on price. But hey, like it's all for the it's for the people out there, you know. <laughs> yeah, I I think it also stands to say that you also have Synactive in two other products. Yeah. So I mean, and it's at the clinical, I mean, technically clinical level on those others. I know that, you know, we were kind of trying to stack it for for a lot more. I know Dan and I really like that, like 200 milligrams a day, but Technically, you've got clinical dosage in two other products, so it's not that bad of a loss. Yeah, and again, like you want to delivering value that goes unnoticed by customers isn't a smart business strategy, right? You're wait, you're literally wasting money at that at that point. So for us, it's like, hey, like what what are what are people looking for? What are our customers looking for? And how can we give them more of that, especially for the same dollar in in today's world? Um, that and that's what it's all about. So you started talking about collabs a little bit, um, and I want to open up the floor for this because we have a yearly discussion on the state, the status of flavor collabs. Um, so over the last year, we've definitely had a lot more watering down. It's become very diluted. Uh, it's gotten to the point where Mike and I like don't talk about every flavor collab at this point because there are so many of them, and there are some good. There are some that, that are bad. Uh, I'm just kind of curious, you know, how do you see it right now? Do you see yourself doing many more, or do you see yourself pivoting in another direction? Um, yeah, I think, uh, kind of my comments on why we did Cinnabon is a good lead into this, to this discussion. I think we've always had a strong commitment to the why, like, why are we doing this collab? Um, and any collab that we do, you can ask me, Hey, what was the thinking there? And I'll give you the full story of exactly. It wasn't just, Oh, we think this is going to sell or we want to slap a logo on something. It's always been much more strategic and deliberate than, than that. Um, and I think that that's what it, that's what it comes down to. Nowadays, collabs are a dime a dozen. You're almost in the minority if you don't have them. So if you're going to do a collab and you want to cut through the noise, now the collabs are the new noise, which is crazy to, to think. 
um, you know, you better have a strong why. You better have a partner that you're going to really develop an authentic, you know, iteration of the inspiration for this thing. And you better be able to tie it into whatever story you're trying to tell as a brand uh, or with your retail partners or, or whatever uh, to ensure that it's successful. Because so I think that what's going to happen is, you know, as brands have seen how collabs can be successful, there's all the brand interest. And then as some of these consumer, you know, CPG companies see, oh, wow, like protein powder. I never thought about that for our, our brand. It's doing really well. I need to go take this idea to my client. I need to go take this to the team or whatever it is. All these brands are rushing into the space because they don't want to miss a dollar, frankly. Uh, you're having this like balloon effect of the whole thing. And I think that as some of these collabs don't really do what people are hoping that they were going to do, they don't really move the needle. I think you're going to see probably a, an abandonment of it and uh, um, subsiding in future years. Is this the year that the collabs kind of start falling out of favor? No. I don't think so. I think we got a lot more to go. I think we're going to see a lot, a lot more and people digging deep and kind of stretching maybe, you know, pretty, pretty far here. But um, look, it's for me, it's all in good fun. I'm very proud that we work with, in my opinion, the best of the best partners when it comes to this, um, the best flavor brands in the world, or, you know, like if you're going to do cherry lime, the best of the best Sonic, right? Like we, we've been very choosy and picky about why we do what we do and who we do it with. Um, and, uh, I would just encourage other brands to to do the same. All right, I have I have two questions. the The first one is uh, real short. If you go back yourself, if you go back to like your younger self when you're starting Ghost and you're starting to work with partners, and you could tell yourself anything having to do with favorite flavor collapse. What would you tell yourself? Well, that's a good question. Because, like uh, you know, you know we, we we'll say you know you did you 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 have the best of the best partners and all that you did it authentically, but like if you could have done something better, what would you tell yourself? I mean, dude, I don't, I don't even know from the flavor collab front what we could have done better. Yeah. I mean, I, and, and, I, and I say that un, unbelievably. I think, like, I mean, you know, you you obviously want to tell yourself, hey, like the the nose aren't aren't really losses, right? Uh, I think you want to. Um, I mean, I don't know. Like, in the end, like for example, Mondelez forced us to play the long game. You know, they told us, hey, like. Oreo is never going to happen. And, you know, some of these things, but, and obviously they ended up happening. Um, but I think we also, at the same time, as impatient as young entrepreneurs are inclusive of us, we also realize like, Hey, if we get in, we make a good impression and we get it rolling with Sour Patch Kids, BCAs and Swedish fish. Cause they don't even want to do caffeine out of the gate. Right. The next thing was caffeine and that one by one by one. So we kind of hoped that would happen. I guess if you can go back and tell yourself, Hey, like relax, like in, it's going to happen um, is, is maybe part of it. But uh, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I mean, I think from a flavor clap perspective, it's just, it's really worked out really well for us. And um, I'm so grateful that our partners had the belief in us that, that they did. Um, I had no idea. Maybe, maybe I'd go back and tell myself, Ben, um, that hey Dan, just so you know, everybody's going to be doing these things in a few years. <laughs> like, that, maybe maybe that's what it would be because I that that's the one thing I didn't see coming. I I, I don't know. I kind of thought we were doing something cool, and it was like the small. Like, I never thought like in a million years it would be what it is today. But cool. you know, yeah. all right. So the other question I have, which you're usually pretty gratuitous on, is um, you know we we know you you think you have the best partners and everything, but if there was any other brands multiple or singular that you you like their collab that they've done recently who would it who would it be Ooh, good question um 
cool alley oop for you. Give a shout yeah, out. Yeah, on, honestly, um, I think uh, what what Doug uh, Miller and the core team did with Puddin and uh, Moose Tracks uh, is awesome. Um, I got a chance to to talk to Doug back at uh, Nax Convenience Store Expo, and he was talking about like why, right? And like, look, because uh, Moose Tracks is a ice cream, you know, flavor and inspiration um, to do it with Puddin, which most closely mimics like that ice cream type base and the thickness and fullness and richness of the flavor and also the ability to use inclusions in it versus not. I mean, like that's a type of why and strategic thinking that we've applied to everything we've done. And again, like I hope that that's abundantly successful for um, for him because um, I really think they they went about that in a very cool and authentic way. Um, so yeah, all the best for that one. Although we did get in a little bit of a, you and I, Ben, got a little bit of like a, a discussion about this where like, to me and I mean, Mike, Mike, you're the judge. You ready? Call me crazy. Yep. Because they did a chocolate and a vanilla moose tracks, right? Mm-hmm. Which is the classic flavor to you? The original, not chocolate. Wait, yes, thank you. Yes, oh, yeah, no, yeah. stop. We'll take it. We'll take it. All right. So yeah, I, that's the time I, I, always thought, yeah, I always thought like, I mean, dude, they both sound freaking delicious. Don't get me wrong. I've never had chocolate moose tracks though. So that was um, all I knew. It's so funny. I, yeah. I, yeah. But I really like, I really, I, I, I only tried the vanilla one um, so far. It was really good. Um, mm-hmm. So I like, it's such a good idea, I, especially because like that product is really like kind of, I think like intended for kind of your, like, you know, your slow release protein before bed kind of casing based thing. Right. So like, that's kind of, you know, where your nighttime craving would be a lot of times with casing based proteins, people actually make like protein ice cream and stuff. So I think it's a genius move from that. It makes total sense. So when you were talking about that, when you were talking about worldwide brand, local mindset, I thought of put in specifically because most people don't know how big that stuff is in Australia, which you're more than most people. I know you're very tied into the Australia market and put in is, I mean, that's a big deal over there. I mean, there's a, there's like almost every brand has one. Uh, and a lot of them call it custard, like yeah. high protein custard. I think there's products called custard, but yeah, like that casein before bed thing is really, uh, is really big there. It's actually one of the first protein products that's kind of broken through from specialty in Australia into the, the grocery market there as well. Cool. So with, awesome. with collaborations, Dan, Dan, is it, you don't have to answer this totally, but is it safe to assume you're about done with like candy collabs? Cause I've been edging for banana runts. <laughs> I always ask for a banana <laughs> flavor, but it's, it almost seems like you've, you're, you might be moving on from candy. Here's what I'll say. Um, I'm sure someone's going to do banana runs. I'm yes. sure someone, right. Come I'm on. sure someone, I'm sure someone will. Um, but with us, what I'll say is like, generally speaking, like we have our family, right? We're, we're partnered with Mondelez and their family of brands. We're partnered with, uh, impact infections, who makes warheads, right? So we're not going to go out and start a new relationship probably to go and do X or Y unless there's a reason to do that, that they can't cover, which generally speaking might be global, but that's, I'm confident that's coming through, uh, coming soon with the model these partnerships. Okay. That's so <clears throat> when you look at these, these collabs now, are there any out there outside of the family that are are special to you that you can think of? I mean, like something that we haven't done yet that I want to do. Yeah. But because of that relationship, because of that family, it kind of holds you back. Um, You know, not not really, not in this country, at least. You know, I think if anything that you probably have heard me say now four or five things on the global front, like, yeah. you know, finally getting global on track and achieving what we want to do, delivering the same type of excitement around the world that we have here in the States it's really important that we we do that to me um, at least this year. 
uh, obviously, you know, with um, the pandemic and the resulting border shutdowns, logistics slowdowns, all that, we had to kind of put a pin in that goal the last few years. But with with everything, you know, open and, and humming along here, it's it's time to press go and really, you know, um, put the pedal to the metal. So, um, like, look, part of part of our strategy is going to be expanding some of our our collabs from the states abroad. And I think the other part of the strategy is going to be going getting some some more regionally specific collabs as well. Cool. Are there any flavors or palettes? You have a very international palette. Um, are there any flavors that you think Americans would would like that we have no clue about, like something out of Australia or Europe? Uh, well, one of the one thing that comes to mind in Australia is chocolate honey. I don't think you see that a lot here, um, like chocolate covered honeycomb, whether it's real or fake honeycomb, uh, artificial. Um, that's that's a very popular flavor in Australia. Uh, to Europe, um, you don't see a lot of like raspberry cream. Obviously, orange cream. We played with the raspberry cream legend before. We didn't we didn't do that. Um, as far as mainland Europe, I mean, there's so many different. It's so diverse. There's so many different ways you can answer answer that question. Um, you know, I think you, you can talk proteins with waffles or things of that nature. You can talk, I mean, there's, there's a lot of different directions that you could go, but, um, yeah, I, I mean, we pay very close attention to a lot of that. And I, I think it'd be really cool down the road for us to have a little more of a regionalized, you know, product offering, which, Hey, maybe it's all available on, on our U S site in limited quantities, just so people can have access to some of these kind of global exclusives. Yeah. All right. So uh, another thing that I wanted to bring up is uh, kind of like more of like the lifestyle part of Ghost lifestyle. Um, I went to this really big concert last year with you called When We Were Young that you guys were really involved with. Uh, but also on the apparel side. Yeah, I noticed the hat. <laughs> but uh, on the apparel side, ironically, mentioning the hat, uh, these two sections of Ghost have kind of taken off. You've mentioned to me that apparel of the month is no longer a thing and, and that Ghost apparel is going to stand on its own. Um, is this... You know, because we, we've talked about the concept of like Nike, you know, and having all these different buckets of ghosts. Are those sections that you're looking to grow or is that just kind of happening on its own? Um, Both. Okay. Right. I mean, dude, it's the most exciting, humbling thing when I'm like, you know, at the gym and I just see a random person in a ghost hat. And it's even more exciting if they have no idea who the heck I am, you know, and it's just like they're just rocking a ghost hat. And like that's it's so cool. You know, and the second that I don't feel that way, I'm done in this industry. Okay. I'm done. But, but like, it's, it's the coolest, like, I don't know, it's hard to describe. So yeah, as far as like where the future of the ghost parallel merch is going, like we, we want to scale it. We're going to scale it, you know, based on the feedback and kind of, um, you know, conversations that we're having internally and also externally, like with our, with our community. Um, It's been really cool to see how we've, we've grown it so far. And what's funny about apparel is like scale really, allows you to open up the playbook. If you're only making 50 or 100 pieces, you really can't do a ton from a custom perspective, or at least it's very tough and very expensive. So as you do have some scale there, you can really start to get more creative. And that's awesome. And like, look, hats off to, to Ryan. Uh, he has a right hand now named, named Mika, who um, is really like helping, you know, broaden and, and go deeper in the world of merchant apparel for us. Um, Ryan's been our chief fashionista all these years. He's done like 98% of those designs, like just on his own. Um, and it's really cool, you know, what they've done. And I think we're doing some of our best stuff now, as far as apparel, of the month goes really saying that that's dead kind of true, kind of not true. We're just, we're just less tied to a monthly drop of a graphic tee and doing something a lot more special. 
which is probably going to be on a seasonal basis, like quarterly basis, but with some graphic T drops with the occasion or et cetera calls for it. So um, look, we're just really taking the governors off and pressing go on a merchant apparel. It's been, been really cool so far. I mean, some of my favorite drops from you guys have been, you know, like interesting drops, like your flannels, your bomber jackets, you know, the, the different hats, obviously like the, the concert stuff is cool. And I, I think it makes a lot of sense. I think people would, would wear the stuff. I mean, I, I wore yeah. a ghost flannel the entire Arnold weekend. You know, it's it's good clothing. Yeah. So, that's, always, that's always been part of it. Like, you know, the history in sports nutrition, right, is here's your XL gilded tee that like, <laughs> you know. Um, so, no, we always wanted to kind of break that, break that mold, I think. And just, again, deliver something wearable. Right. And again, it's the coolest. I, I'm talking on behalf of the whole ghost team, by the way. Like, I mean, when we see people out there, it's rock. Me and Ryan have literally bodied like 15 email kids at the used in Pittsburgh because we saw a ghost hat. I want to go give the dude like daps, you know, like, as, well, I don't know, man. It's, it's, it's cool. It's special. That, I mean, not apparel specifically, but being at that concert with you, um, if people don't know that are listening, Ghost Energy was the only non-alcoholic and non-water drink at the show like you know you, you can you get your beer you can get your water but otherwise every single person had a ghost energy and we were standing there watching normal people like you know people of all shapes all sizes all colors everything drinking ghost energy it was rather surreal for me um and I, th- I think you probably are a little bit more used to it than i am just because of you you see the stories no, and stuff. the point of what i'm saying is you don't get used for me yeah. at least you don't get used to it it's crazy you know yeah, I'm used to seeing like a ghost energy and like you look up and it's 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 a rather fit person, you know, like like you know they they kind of know, uh, but now it's it's like literally anyone and is is very cool to see. Well, for me, that's the most exciting part about our move in the beverage world. It's not that that business is big. It's not that you can make money from it. It's not any of that. It's that there's a lot there's there's a lot of people now getting a ghost product in their hands, and, and where do they go from there? Do they buy the hat? Do they buy the shirt? Do they go to GNC for the first time and and actually buy a stack? And that's like a, a the beginning of a health and wellness journey for that. I, I I don't know, but that's that's the point of what we're trying to do here, right? You might I don't know how people find us nowadays. There's a lot of different entry points, right? And that's cool. We've worked like that. That's on purpose. But if somebody come like buys a Ghost Energy, hey, who are these guys? And then they go and they find the rest of our product line. Um, I think that's that's a, that's it's huge. Not just not just for us, but for our partners and like hopefully like we're repping the industry to the best of our ability as well to bring people in. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's <laughs> actually repping this industry. Well, it's been something that you've talked about for a long time, which, you know, we deal with constantly. Um, well, well, I mean, like, look, it, it's highly unusual for somebody. Let's just say, let's just, let's just play this through. Somebody buys a ghost energy. Hey, what is ghost? Oh man, I just started going to the gym. Cool. I'm going to go pick up a pre-workout. Now they're a pre-workout customer. They've never bought pre-workout before. Right. It's highly unusual that, that person for the rest of their life only buys ghost legend. Right. So like we're bringing somebody in the category, hopefully they have a great experience. It's going to grow the, ca- like, that's what this is about. It's growing the category in a responsible, safe way. Um, and, and by doing that, I'm a big believer that a rising tide raises all ships. Oh, the world is big. Like the market is big. Like that's why some of the infighting that's happened in the past, like it's so silly. Cause at the end of the day, we should all be rooting for each other, you know, root against the bad actors, speak out against the bad actors, root for the good guys, you know, uh, even if you compete. It's a rising tide raises all boats. I really do believe that. I love it. Mike, do you have any questions? 
Yeah. So one of the things uh, I mentioned in our word ceremony is that we're going to have to handicap ghosts for this year. And one of my requirements for me personally is I need, I need a functional food, Dan. Do you have any, anything coming for us? We've been working on it for a very long time because we refuse to um, go to one of these shops that make protein bars that essentially, in my opinion, and I've used this metaphor before, it's like a Chipotle, right? It's what's your base (laughs) flavor. Do you want, what do you want on top? You know, like, do you want guac with that? Like, it's like literally some of these protein bar manufacturers, they're all like that. And that's why 90% of the bars in the market are the exact same, like more or less. So we don't want to do that. Right. We spent time to develop some things that are uh, truly differentiated than what's out there. Um, And uh, we're not rushing them, you know, uh, and uh, when they're, when they're ready, you guys will be among the first to know. I promise. I'm still sending a lot of video of all the times I've tried all the different things. Wilkie got me really good at supply side this year. I'll say he, I, I'm going to, I'm not going to say what, what any of it was, but he handed me something and I ate it and we were sitting there at the bar at ghost in Vegas. And he looks at me, he's like, how do you like, how do you like that? And I was like, Oh, it's good. I thought, I literally thought it was from a grocery store. It, it was actually a ghost functional food that I had no oh, idea. Cool. So, uh, I, I, I mean, it's been a few years. I mean, when you said Wilkie got you, Wilkie's our head of product development. When you said he got you, I, I didn't even know what that meant because there have been a couple of times he's had me try something and it's like, you know, ranch flavor. I don't even just try to like, like you fettuccine know, or something like that. Me. Oh, yeah. So <laughs> or bad. Alfredo. Yeah. So bad. <laughs> what are you drinking there? Um. So these, these aren't out. I got called out. <laughs> I was trying to hide it. Uh, these aren't out. Um, so these are ghost water cans. Oh. Um, so when you qualify a new manufacturer, especially with labels or sleeves like ours, you, you need to do a run. And um, we're like, just water, usually it's water. And like, just send send any flavor labels, just do it. Like, I'm like, wait, hold on. If we have to do this, why don't we just create a water label? And we, we're not going to sell it because it's literally just water. Um, but like, look, friends and fam, get some of the plastic out of the office while drinking like tons of water all day. So it's, it's kind of cool. Um, I guess we could sell it if people were, were, but we didn't add anything to it and I don't want to add anything to it. It's just water. Right. So yeah, the can, can's dope. It's got all the textures on it and stuff, but yeah, it's just a sparkling water. So I'm a, I'm a sparkling water fan, but, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't, we don't have any plans to sell them, but, um, they, uh, I, 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 I drink a lot of water. So I've been crushing these. People listening are going to probably want that, but um, yeah, we've seen how how Liquid Death has done with the, with their water, so that's uh, yeah, I don't know if it's, yeah, it, I mean, yeah, they've they've done they've done an amazing job. Um, yeah, I spoke on a panel with the CEO there. What an interesting like kind of story and really really cool, unique brand. Um, so yeah, look, never never say never, but um, I wonder if like our our diehards would expect some type of function out of the water. But I just, I don't want, like, I don't personally, like, there's a place for just water. If you're not drinking water, just drink water, you know, as well. So it kind of reminds me of, uh, like, Warp Tour. Didn't Warp Tour do, like, those monster water cans for a while? I think they just came back. Um, oh, really? And I went over, I went over to Monster at the 7 Eleven, um, like, kind of a experience convention that was just here in Vegas. I turned my ghost hat around backwards. They couldn't see who was at. I'm like, hey, guys, like, question like is warp tour coming back or is this just a, they're like no it's just a can it's like damn but <laughs> yeah it's, it, i mean it's a good story it's it feels cool but i i definitely think a lot of people will be looking for some sort I know, of goes water maybe never say never right <laughs> i'm about it 
could you could you resist the urge to not to flavor it though I, yeah dude i don't like the fla- I, I don't like the flavor waters not my thing really not my thing interesting yeah See, I, I think there's a if people want a a uh non-caffeinated you know kind of ghost beverage uh, there's there's probably one in the works given given the success of of what we've seen with like the the hydration category recently but that's all i can say at this time for that one that's been something that i've wanted for a long time is more non-stim options in a convenient can but also tasty because you know I, I love these but i'll i can't drink them all night i want something yeah. otherwise uh, i'm not going to drink a pump pre-workout i want something non-stim so dude it's so hard because uh you know i i hear i definitely understand the use like case of like hey like give me ghost energy without the caffeine in it just so i can use it all night long or whatever but Unfortunately, I feel like the demand for that is such in the minority. I think a couple right. brands, I think even Bang tried Bang, that. I was going to say, Bang tried a caffeine-free version, and I don't know. It it was interesting. Yeah, there's some demand. It. Don't get It's not zero, but I just right. don't know. Like, look, like we one thing I'm proud of over the years with Ghost, I feel like we've tried to always prioritize, you know, the things that are really going to move the needle. We've maybe shown a lot of restraint, I, I think, when it comes to these things. So it's like, yeah, I think there would be demand for that, but you know, maybe just stick to stick to the bread and butter on, on that one. Yeah. There's, there, there are some hydration products out there I can think of, but not, I mean, the actual demand, I don't know. Yeah. Right. I just put ghost hydration in my shaker bottle and it works. Yeah. Yeah. See, it's, but to your point, exactly. Like, you know, I was kind of like mixing it up. Right. So yes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, also like generally these carbonated drinks are very highly flavored um and as much as you know we enjoy our sucralose and stuff eventually i do need a break from it so sure cool sorry so one thing that we saw last year was the creation of the ghost wellness at least the instagram it wasn't really spoken about very much we didn't really have much communication on that but has that been a clear distinction for your team and you yeah i mean i think like you want to deliver content uh, you know, look, you want to del- deliver value to your community, right? I know you guys understand that with what you, everything you guys have done with the price plot community out there. So, you know, I think like, Hey, like, do you want to start filling the main ghost lifestyle page with energy drink content or gaming content, or should we create a separate Instagram, you know, or, or separate handle or just place or home for that, for that content. I think that what the team decided was, Hey, like we're probably better off you know, kind of splitting in the categories of content, given how diverse the consumer of that content might be, rather than kind of splitting geography, which is what we did in the early days. So I think what for now, we've archived some of those global pages, because, you know, we're trying to really unify, unify our community on a global scale based on, is it gaming, is it energy, is it wellness? And then like, look, if anything, I think it's probably a little bit of a hint that there's going to be some more stuff on the wellness front coming from from Ghost in the coming days. Yeah, I, I, you know, I, you guys don't do very much. That's like simple. So I saw it. I was like, cool. It's social media. But this is clearly a hint that there's probably something more coming. Um, well, know- yeah, Ryan, in one of the uh, YouTube videos at the end of one of them, he said, hey, we're going to have a big year with wellness. So it seems like that is the, the logical place to have more products. There's only so many sports nutrition products you can have. You got size, pump, legend, you know, protein, obviously, at some point, like people are going to be looking for other things. And that's going to be more yeah. towards regular health. I mean, yeah. And like, that's the definition of a lifestyle brand, right? I think is like, it's not just that you want to cover all the bases, but it's also just like that ghost has definitely evolved a lot from those very first products, you know, again, pre-workout and amino that's, that's it. 
and now you've got a full suite. But, you know, like, look, back when, um, you know, my younger days, I would be, you know, four scooping with the best of them, right? Don't recommend. Um, that was also, that was the baby scoop days. You remember the uh, <laughs> the, jack, the jacks and all the that, micro. right? Yeah, yeah, the baby scoop days. Um, That's pre-ghost. But, um, like, look, like, you know, as I've, as I've kind of, gotten older or interest changed or whatever, right. My needs change. And so we continue to, we've always like made products for ourselves. Number one, our community, like that we, that's kind of what we're doing here. So, you know, if you told me when I started, when I was getting into this industry first in like 2009, 2010, that, um, like the pro the ghost product that I use religiously the most every single day, ghost greens. So, you can make an argument that Ghost Greens is my favorite Ghost product, right? Um, which is which is weird, right? But it's not it's not what people would think. But like, look, that's the point, right? There's no right on, there's no right answer, there's no wrong answer. We want to we want to be more to people than just the thirty seconds in your shaker before you go lift. So yeah, wellness is a big part of everyone's life, and if, if Ghost can be a part of that wellness piece of someone's life, that's awesome. I don't think your younger self would believe that you drink the raw flavor too. Original, yeah. Original, yeah. Yeah, although although I'll tell you what, I had a little bit of a stash of the apple cider, um, apple cider greens uh, that we did for the fall seasonal, and that flavor was like ridiculous. So um, I'm out. So we're gonna have to bring that back. Um, my my other my other favorite flavor uh, over the years of greens uh, is also gonna be making a return this this spring as well. So it's probably buried in the content somewhere, but um, I'm I'm pumped for that. Any, the, the April collab? Fools is coming. Any any plans this year? I think we dropped the mic a couple of years ago. <laughs> I have I have an idea in my head of how to level that up. If the world will ever see, will ever uh, see it like TBD, but I think, yeah, I mean, like, look, you guys know how I feel about April Fools, right? All the brands put all this time and energy into this creative and ha ha ha. Like, if, okay, well, we actually did it, right? So, um, if we ever do another April Fools, we're gonna have to level that one up. You guys could do like a funny drop. You could do like all the weirdest flavors, like just some yeah. weird odds and ends. Yeah. Um, it'd be interesting. All right. Well, I, that's basically everything that I had. I was, pre- I was pretty prepared. I'm, I'm glad we got through all of that. Um, Mike, did you have any other questions? No, we're officially caught up. I'm, uh, I don't so functional food uh, is possibility of 2023 or is that I'd love I'd love to see it in 2023. In fact, I would have loved to see it in like 2019. But (laughs) but like, look, like, again, you know, we want our reputation to continue to be that we only hit home runs. And sometimes you just can't rush this stuff. Mm -hmm. In fact, especially with foods, guys, like, you know, if brands rush, bad things happen. Right. You know, um, you need to go through the testing and the hoops and all that to before you. So like, if anything, especially in foods, like we're not, we're not rushing it. And, and like, look, um, we learned, you know, from ghost energy, right. That, uh, you know, you need to definitely take great care in how you go to market, how you do things. Cause like you think like, Hey, this is a cool idea. And this, this group of people is going to all of a sudden it blows up. So you better be ready for that. Right. Um, you gotta be ready for anything. And I think like going into a new format, new kind of category, like foods, we want to make sure that, that we, we've done all that, done all that work. So, um, more to, more to come there, I I promise. Um, and some things that people are probably expecting that we're going to do and probably some things that people never saw coming, which 
again, going into year seven and beyond is like, that's, that's our goal. Right. Um, so yeah, it's going to be, it's going to be an exciting year. Uh, like I said, across, you know, beverage and merch apparel, sports nutrition, um, going to be, going to be an exciting year. And like, look, like we're doing it on a global scale or doing it at a bigger scale. Uh, and that's, that's a lot of fun. You know, I think ghost right now is in this sweet spot, um, where, uh, if I just go back for a second, what I say is this, like, uh, advice I would give entrepreneurs, no matter where you are, what you're doing, right. Is you have to enjoy every, like every chapter of your business, every chapter of your life. It's a personal advice too, right? Like, you know, it's your, your teens, your twenties, your thirties, your four, like what's the best era season, whatever it's going to be. You got to enjoy everyone for what it is. And like, look, like I definitely miss sometimes, um, the, the early days of ghost where it was like me, Ryan, Ricky and CJ, you know, Marissa, Natalie, Lawrence, like I miss those, like in a glass box that we work. Like, of course I miss those days sometimes, but man, I'm so proud of what we've got now and where we're at today. And we're in this sweet spot where like, we're, we're nimble enough and flexible enough and connected enough that we're, we're still moving and doing like things like quickly without the red tape and, and like in a really exciting way, but we're also big enough now that we can actually do some really cool things at scale and execute that in ways I never imagined, you know, um, we didn't talk about the last thing that goes Ben, but like, you know, getting out there in events, you know, some of the big things we're doing this year, like we're partnering with when we were young again, uh, we actually leveled up our partnership with when we were young. There's going to be a ghost stage this year, um, which I'm really freaking excited about. You're um, opening, right? The acoustic set, <laughs> baby. That'd be fun. That would that'd be fun. I don't know if I want to go solo. I want. I would like try to put together a super band of some of my friends and some of those bands, and be like, guys, play one song. Just, you know, uh, just, just let me jam with you guys. Um, Authenticity's undefeated, right? Right. Uh, but no, yeah. Like when we we sponsored Innings Festival, uh, like two dates. There was down in uh, Phoenix and and Tampa, and then like when we we're young, we got. Uh, life is beautiful. It's our 10 year anniversary here in Vegas, which is really exciting. Um, a couple other smaller things throughout the year. He's got back from Super Bowl. Like we just, we just launched in T-Mobile arena. So now like look home of the UFC here in Vegas, like home of the Vegas nights, like every menu, every bar, every concessions outlet, like there's ghost, like that's freaking cool. Again, cause of what we said before, where, where does that customer, where's that fan who's never heard of us? Like, where do they go from there? Where do they go with that? So you know, look, I'm, I'm pumped. Uh, the whole, the whole team is really excited, excited for, you know, the next chapter of ghost where it's going to be more of what got us here, but also thinking about how to level it up and do it differently since we have more experience, hope you're older, wiser, and maybe a little bit better resource. Right. So one of the, I want to piggyback off of that because one of the, the biggest things we hear from people is like, oh, well, you know, it's, it's a ghost energy is a, is a joint partnership with, uh, Anheuser-Busch like obviously they have all these connections they have they, they were able to supercharge it from the beginning and I don't think we've ever really captured that conversation um, I don't really want to give you a chance to give a rebuttal but because that sounds like you know whatever but how how is the partnership with Anheuser really gone how is well, that affected no, no but no rebuttals needed right look here's the deal um, anybody and especially in this industry but like guys like check the ego at the door. Right. I mean, from my perspective, like 
could Ghost have been big in energy or in any other category that we're not even thinking about today on its own? Yeah, maybe. Right. I think we got a great brand and creative and social. Yeah, maybe. But why take that chance? Like, you know, would, would Ghost have been Ghost without the licensed flavors? You know, I, I, maybe. But again, we partnered with Mon- we partnered with Sour Patch Kids, we partnered with Swedish Fish, partnered with Warheads. And there you go. And then, wait, we're going to go now into the world of beverage. Anheuser-Busch, like they cold called us. You know, dude named Brendan, who is the head of sales, says, hey, I buy your products at GNC. Um, a big fan specifically of the Sonic Cherry Lime Legend. Um, have you guys ever thought about going into Bev? And we're like, yeah, we just started actually noodling around, working on some some ideas. He's like, well, maybe we should talk, right? Even that, like authenticity, you can't fake that, right? So again, like would we have been successful? Maybe, but you know what's better than Ghost going alone? Ghost plus Mondelez plus Anheuser-Busch, right? I mean, like that's the dream team. You start looking around the table and like success is never guaranteed, but in life and in business, like, man, if you've got the chance to stack the deck, you're an idiot if you don't. So like, yeah, check the ego at the door. And like, we wonder, like our values have always been like, you know, I talk a lot now to my team about the three P's, right? People, products, partnership. Like it's not about what Ghost can do or what Dan and Ryan can do. No, no, it's a team sport. So, you know, did Anheuser open some doors for us? Yeah. Sure. But let me tell you, did we open some doors for Anheuser-Busch? Did you ever think about that? Because the answer is yeah. Because Anheuser before Ghost didn't really have a stake in any non-out brand, you know, um, in their history. Uh, if, If anything, I think we've been able to help them build out capabilities of how to use this massive beer machine into the non-out world. Where do they go from there? Who knows? But again, like this is a team sport, right? And I think that that's, that's something that gets overlooked a lot especially in this industry. So, you know, um, that partnership was on purpose, right? If you go back to something I said in 2016, uh, I think to, to you know, initially with with Price Plow, actually, uh, with you, Mike, uh, and, and definitely when me and Josh Shaw did our first ever breakout at, at Supply Side, I said that in today's industry, you have to innovate innovation. You have to innovate what it even means to be innovative because, innovation 10 years ago, 20 years ago, used to be finding some extract that no one's ever heard of and the science, like, but that's, no one cares about that. Right. Not anymore. Right. It's um, it's changed. So you have to think about, rethink what it means to be innovative. So licensing is, is innovation, right? Like package, like patented packaging is innovation. Partnering with Anheuser-Busch as a joint venture is innovation in a weird way. Right. And that's always been what's driven us. So uh, I don't mind. I don't mind the comment saying like, "Hey, Ghost Energy got here because they're partnership with Anheuser." Like, what I would say is like, "Dude, like, if Dan and Ryan did that deal, that's exactly what they were expecting, right?" Like, what? <laughs> like, you know, so it would really suck for us to not be here and still be partnered with Anheuser for all involved. So, you know. Yeah. No, I mean, I was kind of giving you the opportunity to talk about like what your team has done without the, the assist of, of Anheuser, because obviously like your, your team itself, I, I know there's a bit of a story of like how much you had to do before Anheuser really kind of kicked on the afterburners, but totally agreed and understand. Yeah. Look, Anheuser has helped manage some of the big accounts and their network of distributors, of which they only own like 10%. The rest are independently affiliated, you know, wholesalers across the country. Um, distribute and execute the product, the, the 
the retail placements. And then they go and get additional like independent retail placements. They can assist with local marketing, but like they're not making the product for us. They're not developing the product for us. They're not, they're, they're great partners uh, and they are great distributors, Um, you know, but that's, but again, like any partnership that you go into in any business, right. It's all about, you know, sitting down with people and saying, Oh, you're strong here. I'm strong here. Let's go to war. You know? And I think that that's, that's always been the goal of the partnership. And um, although there's always some kinks to work out or tweak, it'd be lying if there wasn't um, like overall, it's been, been an amazing success. And again, like where ghost energy has gone, the doors that it's open, the door that it's opening in real time, like, I never thought I'd be at UFC uh, with my friends, the Stafford brothers who've been my friends well before ghost was even an idea, like, you know, watching bones fight while drinking ghost energies. That's insane. And that like put all the awards and all the other BS aside. That's what this is all about. That's that full circle, the full circle, like, holy shit. Like that's, that's humbling and cool and a proud moment, you know? Yeah. Cool. Well, um, speaking on the, on the topic of wars, last thing I want to talk about before we're done is because we talked a lot about all of your newest distributors, but bringing it back home to sports nutrition and specialty is the status of GNC and vitamin shop with you. Um, I want to open it up by asking uh, everyone in the world want us to, to wanted to know why Ghost wasn't in the Battle of the Brands. Did Ghost shop? get shafted? Did they? Yeah. Look, um, I uh, Ghost at large. We don't believe in these vote these vote things, okay? Um, it's not good for your own network engagement. I think it actually crashes the network engagement. And like from a brand perspective, like are Nike and Apple and, and other aspirational brands, are they out there asking their communities for votes? Seems like a little beneath them, right? So like why would why in this industry is it so common to kind of puff your chest out and say, vote for me, vote for me and stuff like that? Did we do it in the past? Yeah, sure. But we wa- we watched closely every time we did it, and it just had like a, a longer tail, like negative effect on the engagement of, of our network, number one. And then if you kind of zoom out, all you're really doing is driving traffic to a retailer or a social media you know, partner or site, whatever it is. Like you're not actually doing anything to benefit yourself. It's only really benefiting them. Yeah. So it's no secret that last year at vitamin shop, we were disappointed with the result of like the, you know, whatever the championship thing. And we don't have to go down, go down that, that role, that road again. But to be very clear with everyone, I told vitamin shop that just because we had just launched and it was a very big deal to them, we would be a good partner and we would do it one time, but one time, one time only that's it. Never doing it again. So, um, and we're not singling vitamin shop out. Like, you know, it's been awesome to see us like get to the finals of some other votes from some other like kind of, you know, uh, industry folks, you know, awards and, and we don't even promote it. Right. Maybe they might see my tweet or something, but we don't, we just don't even focus on it or promote it at this point. Again, always humbling that people support us even without it. But personally, I wish the whole vote, the vote thing would just kind of go away. Um, and like my understanding, although I haven't been following closely of how this, it went this year for vitamin shop is didn't really go too well. All their all their big brands got demolished in the first round, and now they're not going to get the support. You got brands on promotion that we're expecting, like the whole thing. It's like, guys, just stop, you know, just stop. Frankly, 
Yeah, I mean, we we have obviously other turbulence when it comes to awards because then you know we 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 think that we act very objectively and go based on value and sales and stuff like that. But no matter what, there's always some criticism. But I totally agree. I mean, you could hire. I'm not saying that anyone has done this, but it would be very easy to hire a click farm overseas and you know send a whole bunch of clicks. Uh, of course, it happens. Of course, it happens. Yeah. Uh, of course, and, and like, you know, everyone says, hey, like we're doing this or this to stop it. Like You're never going to look. You're never going to stop it. It is what it is. It's why the vote thing should kind of go away. And look, as far as your awards go or, or any of our other people have given us awards, like the relationship that I have with you guys, the relationship I have with any of my friends or, or people I work with, frankly, like like you guys hold us accountable. Right. And that's important. You know, why, why did we first like break, like, you know, we're kind of like doing some of the, the stuff like with bringing the news to you guys like, is because you'll tell us what you think, honestly, mm. you know, you're not, you're not yes men or, or fanboys or any of that. And I think that that's maybe the, the common misconception is just because you have a working relationship or you're friends with somebody like, no, everyone's got a job to do, you know? And, and like, look, like, you know, we can all be on the same team of wanting growth of the industry, hoping for go- growth of ghost. Right. But you know, football teams still put on pads that hit each other once in a while. Right. So I think it's, it's kind of an inch. It's, it's, I think it's good for good for the industry to have, you know, guys like you that create great content to inform, inform people, maybe create content on behalf of brands that like, you know, ghost, we don't like to get super technical. You know, we usually bring people on our channel. Um, One of my favorite episodes of last year is having Dr. Lopez on our channel, just, just going deep, going yard on, on smart prime, you know, way over everyone's head. I love them, you know? Um, But like, that's, that's cool. And like, you guys do that for a lot of brands. And I think there's other people out there that are doing, you know, some of the same stuff. And that's, you know, like, there's always going to be haters and feedback and and whatever. And if there wasn't, you'd be doing something wrong too. I I mean, all feedback's good feedback for sure. I I totally agree there. Uh, And no matter what, I think there's always some way to move forward. Um, But yeah, I mean, one of the big calls I always give is, uh, you know, what was it early on? gamer had pyridoxine hydrochloride in it and like as soon as it dropped i was like hey dan like i you know i don't really fuck with this like i think you should move to p5p and i, I think i called it gamer v2 but it's not really but I, you, you guys made the change i mean that next next lot i mean oh it's good feedback i mean yeah, there's a couple of people that gave us that feedback you guys are kind of industry guys and and like yeah it was it was good feedback and i think like it was a sourcing thing or like oh let's go with this yeah. one or whatever it was and uh you know, but we, we made this small upgrade, uh, and, and off we go. So, you know, like, I think ghost wouldn't be ghost today without using feedback from, from people. Again, ego at the door. This has been a team sport from the outset, you know? So with all that said, um, GNC and vitamin shop, I mean, it's funny because internally to this industry, that's that in itself is two discussions on its own, but for ghosts, it's kind of one and of the same. Can we expect more exclusives for them during this next year of, of Ghost? Because I know you're seeing further, but you know what, what can yeah. we see here? Look, I don't believe. Um, look, Ghost isn't isn't in short supply of of shelves to sell product on humbly and proudly. So, like GNC and Vitamin Shop to us are not just hey sell our stuff. They're <clears throat> partnerships, right? And and we really think uniquely about each of them as far as like hey like. You know, what does this partner do well? What is this partner's objectives? What are ghost objectives at this partner? And then let's put together a winning strategy, winning playbook that's unique and, and personalized to them. And again, like you should do that with any channel that you go and do. I look, we don't we don't treat 
like 7-Eleven and Circle K and QT, like there's unique strategies for each of those convenience retailers too. So it's, 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 that's an important mindset. As far as, you know, what's coming, like, look, um, with GNC, yeah, we have a ton of exclusive innovation planned, a lot of see it first innovation planned at GNC this year. Uh, we have some really exciting things for shop too, based on the categories that are really hot at shop as well. Um, and even beyond those two retailers, we've actually started to expand some of our flagship, like kind of best of the best, usually licensed kind of like broad appeal SKUs into, uh, so like Dick's and Academy are both selling legend hydration and protein right now. Um, there's a couple grocery stores that are selling them as well, uh, not selling legend, but it's a couple grocery stores that are selling protein and hydration right now as well. Uh, Hy-Vee, Harmons, and HEB. Their sports nutrition sets look as good as a lot of specialty stores, frankly. Cool. Um, and and we're we're going to be testing hydration and uh, a hydration twelve count, so a half bag, and a a, a whey protein a one pound, so a half tub uh, in uh, in Target later this year as well. So again, like, so what kind of what we were talking about earlier before about the channel strategy and being specific and leading with authenticity. And if you got to look at price point, change your format, change your servings, whatever it's going to be. So um, look, it's cool to expand in those ways, but putting together a unique strategy for, for each GNC, like they've got legend all out exclusively right now. And, and they sell the crap out of it because the customer going into GNC is looking for that kind of product. Right. Yeah. There's a chance when we talk functional foods and stuff, like look, Vitamin Shop sells a ton of foods, a ton of beverage. There's a chance that maybe there we're gonna have a unique strategy there too. So like, yeah. it's all it's all about again, not just trying to sell a product. It's not sell, sell it and forget it. It's not it's the old days in this industry of stack them high, watch it fly. Like that's that's you know old. Uh, now it's really about like partnership and aligning on goals, aligning messaging, aligning on playbook, and going out there. When I see, when I think with Ghost and I think of these specialty partners, I, I usually think of certain patterns or traditions. Like I always think of GNC with your burn and your special burns, right? Um, maybe another, I think you've kind of hinted at maybe maybe another Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I'd like to see that there. GMNT um, coming back to GNC exclusively in a big way very soon. So um, we added a new character to the mix uh, and uh, uh, which is a very cheesy, but obvious play on words that just had to happen i'm the first one to call me out i'm the first one to say it's cheesy guys but it had to happen you guys are crazy if you thought we weren't going to do it okay uh and uh we we gave leonardo a little bit of an upgrade uh to uh legend all out so uh i'm i'm excited super cool i'm excited for donatello stem free gamer to come back because i i still cry i was crushing that stuff I keep one on threat on my computer, but I mean, I don't use it as much as I used to. I I don't think I'll ever game as much as we did back in 2020, to be fair, though. Yeah. And with Vitamin Shop, I, I think cans now. I know they have so many collabs that it probably seems like it might get lost uh, in between the others. But at least I know like cans and, and, and snacks for other brands. Yeah, no, I mean, look, they both do a great job at, at you know, kind of unique things, right? Um, you know, Vitamin Shop has been building out a performance, uh, I'm going to butcher what they're actually calling it, but like a performance wellness kind of section. And like, so we launched Ghost Greens in there. We're talking about seeing if we can expand fish oil there. Our strategy with fish oil has been actually to kind of undercharge than what we could probably get for it because look, the Ghost customer is not a fish oil premium customer, but we want to offer a premium product at a price point that people will add to their basket. So it's very tough to expand the retail if you take that strategy. 
Um, but if we do, I think something like that, that could be in the cards too. So and like I said, it's been important to us over the years to just pair unique strategy with 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 each partner just because we want everyone to win. Again, a rising tide raises all ships. Having a booming business at one and not the other is is a silly strategy too. So it's it's just about, you know, um taking a unique and thoughtful approach. Awesome. Are you looking maybe, at uh, maybe yeah, uh, maybe the ghost water is gonna go to Vitamin Shop? Who knows? You know, that actually could probably be a good move. Have you um I forgot what I was gonna say. That's cool. All right. Well, it's been almost a, an hour and a half, so I don't want to keep keep you too much longer. But uh, thank you so much for your time. Yeah, good to see you, boys. You too, Dan. Congrats Mike, once again me. on all the success. Yeah, thank you. Thank you again for us at the brand of the year honors, all the support, the feedback, uh, you know, the community involvement, integration, and everything in between, guys. Like, uh, you know, I appreciate all of it and keep doing what you guys are doing. Awesome. Well, you can sign up for alerts on pricepal.com slash ghost, where we will notify you when ghost sparkling water is available. Thanks <laughs> to this podcast. <laughs> Just wanted to do that. I honestly think that someone you're going to get some phone calls about that now. Uh, I'll, I'll let you, I'll let you guys know. Let me know what the commission rate is. Okay. <laughs> oh, all right. We're in. Awesome. All right. Well, thanks so all much. Right, talk we'll talk to you soon. Soon. Thanks guys.